Hey guys, this is Dagon123, and welcome to... Dagoncast! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next exciting episode of TenchiCast, presented by TenchiForum.com. The antagonist, the evildoer, the bad guy, the villain. Today's TenchiCast is dedicated to the dark side of Tenchi Muyo's characters. With me, I have a fantastic cast of people today. Chuck. Hello, everyone. Did you miss me? Crazed. Hello, everybody. How's it going? And Shadow. Let's get this party started. So, first question. Who was your favorite Tenchi villain, and who was your worst Tenchi villain? Well, my favorite Tenchi villain gotta be Kagato, especially from the OVA. Pretty much the perfect antagonist. He's cool, calm, and collected. And he always seems to be in control one step ahead of everybody. You know, he's always got a plan for everything. He's truly menacing. You know, he's like the perfect antagonist. Um, my least favorite villain of all time, gotta be the counteractor. Just comes way out of left field, not a whole lot of explanation. And then to top it all off, it's Masaki that's the counteractor. Uh, Sasami and Aika's mom that is hugging on everybody in 13 and the doujin and novel explanation that we have really don't cut it I mean that all the explanation is is well the galaxy will come to truly fear Masaki, uh, Masaki one day well that's not good enough I mean she's odd modded you know she can trump the three goddesses and but the explanation's just not there and she comes way out of left field just not a good villain in my opinion well it's always been a big tie for me between my two villains because ever since watching Tenshimuyo and Loved One and then watching the OVAs it's always been a tie between Kagato and Kane I mean both are really good villains one is the common collected uh strat- strategic planner if you will and he has the whole scientific aspect, whereas you had the great juggernaut that Kane turned into. It's one of the cases where I can't exactly pick between them. Kagato is more iconic, but in terms of raw power and a raw, scary villain, Kane takes the cake. In terms of a worst villain, I'm going to have to go with the counteractor on this one. The counteractor is... It's a cop-out. It's a villain that was made specifically to go, oh yeah... It's just going to show up, and we're going to take a power that is mega-powered. It's like, yeah, sure, OVA3, we're going to god-mod everything, but we're going to have a creature that can god-mod everything, and then we're going to have the most bullshit way of getting rid of it. Um, not really, de- not much development. It just came out of left field, out of nowhere, and <sighs> making it Aika and Sasami's mother was not... The best thing. I mean, granted, there are Dojin, there is a Dojin out there that explains the counteractor's origins, but we never got that. And it's just one of those villains that 
could have been done a lot better. There was potential there. There was potential to have something build from it or it be like an embodiment of something else that's already existed, say Tokimi, which technically it was in a way, but it was never done in a way that made it make sense. Well, I'm going to make it three for three, folks. Uh, It's Kagato. I mean, was there ever any doubt? Uh, He was the quintessential 90s anime villain, as far as I'm concerned. He's creepy with his green hair, or like greenish-white hair and yellow eyes and those spectacles that just magically clung to his nose. And my favorite thing about Kagato was just the pure charisma that he radiated in like older shows and 80s shows and anime. The villains were usually big, scary, muscular guys, whereas... Kagato really represented the 90s villain. He was a geek, he was a scientist, and yet he could totally destroy your world without even caring about it. Like It wasn't, it wasn't even amusing to him, it was just an experiment that he was showing uh, his old Professor Washu. And that just really drove home the point to me of him just being this detached villain. And that's what's really scary, unlike some other villains that uh, appear throughout Tenshi that I will get to in a moment. But for me, Kagato was the one that was truly the menace. He was the one that uh, struck fear into the hearts of the Tenshi cast the most, because he held their lives in his hands, and they were worthless to him. They weren't even objects worth fighting over, as he, as you called uh, Ryoko, just like how to put this delicately she's waste product and it's just it, it's the just the way that he looks down his nose at everyone they're just ever so beneath him and then when it comes and bites him in the ass later with uh with tenshi it's just the perfect turnaround and for me it was it was the ultimate turn turning the tables on the villain moment in the franchise and in, in most anime that i've ever seen it's it's one of the best examples and that brings me to my least favorite villain, who comes right on the heels of Kagato in OVA2, and that is the one and only Dr. Clay. Oh, where to begin? Clay never had any potential, unlike Kagato, for me. He was, from the very first time you see him, he's just this neck-bearded, fat, former former uh, rival of Washu. And he had no charisma, whereas Kagato had all the charisma in the world. He His mission was never truly explained. He just wanted a galaxy for himself, whereas Kagato was searching for the ultimate power in the universe. And for me, Clay just was such a letdown coming off of the heels of the charismatic Kagato. He never felt threatening. In fact, he was com- he felt comical half the time as Washu was just making him into an ass on the bridge of his own ship. And it was just such a letdown that Tenchi, the franchise, had come from the ultimate in scary charisma to just a fat neck beard. And it just, it, 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 it was unforgivable for me. Like, all the other villains that have been mentioned that didn't reach the uh, the levels of excellence. Like, I, I was alright with. The, the counteractor was disappointing just because it came out of nowhere, but I think there was potential there. Same with uh, the rest of the OVA3 villains. Zed... Uh, or Z, as we called him in the English dub, and Tokimi. Like, Tokimi was was really creepy and really cool in OVA 2, but the potential was lost in OVA 3, I thought. But for me, number one will always be Kagato, and the worst will always be the infamous Dr. Clay. Usually for me, it goes back and forth between two, you know, two characters, two villains in Tenchi, but I'm going to go four for four and say that 
you know, it's almost synonymous that Kagato was my favorite villain in Tenchi. And I don't think that Kagato was just the best Tenchi villain. I would argue he was one of the best anime villains, period. Like, there, he has, has been said here already. He's literally the embodiment of a calm, collected bad guy. Like, he, when you look up a maniacal, menacing bad guy in anime, you see Kagato. You know, he doesn't hide behind what he says. It's very up, it's very in your face. And he's maniacal. You know, he has that, that really kind of crazy, uh, mad scientist maniacal nature to him, but it's not a parody. It's not something you look at and you're like, oh, okay, he's just the, he's the Dr. Frankenstein that's on the, the hill or whatever. You know, a villain is going to be unforgettable when he has a pipe organ that's probably bigger than the state of Rhode Island on his ship and that's what he welcomes the people coming to kill him by playing it I mean it's it's how much more badass of a character can you get than that you you see that and you're like wow this guy this guy he is a true villain and his radiance as a villain has also felt in many other series like Excel Saga's Il Palazzo is pretty much a straight copy of Kagato, although obviously done to parody in classic Excel Saga style, but there are, there are many other series, like Ruin Explorers. Ruin Explorers' main bad guy is pretty much Kagato. Like, Kagato became kind of the template for the night, like Chuck said, like the 90s villain. Every single one of them is the archetypal one for the most part. All goes back to Kagato. Now, as far as worst villain goes, this might seem a little off to some people, but to me personally, I'm going to have to go with uh, Seto Kamiki Jirai, otherwise referred to as Lady Seto, and I'll explain why. Seto is the very mold of a villain. She's straight up manipulative and evil. I mean, she ruins people's lives in some ways worse than Kagato. She's helped effectively ruin parts of the universe worse than Kagato. And she's manipulative, and she runs people's lives, and... Uh, she, I mean, for God's sake, she's called the Devil Princess of Jirai. But the part that irks me and why I consider her the worst villain is the fact that in the OVA, which is ex especially later on, is extremely heavy Jirai bias. We, we're shown that Lady Seto, because of the way that it's put up, everybody, everybody shrugs it off. Like, oh, yeah, no, it's no big deal. It's just Lady Seto. I'm like, she, like, I, I can't even begin to explain why, as, as the writing goes, she's built up to be a villain. Like, everything she does is villainous, but it's shrugged off. And that irks me. That irks the shit out of me, because it shouldn't be like that. Logistically, why isn't she the, the, the face of the evil empire? Like, or she is to everybody else in the universe, but, you know... Why is it not that she is being portrayed as a villain? Well, as someone like Masaki, who nobody would have thought would be the counteractor, is turned into quote-unquote a bad guy for no reason. It's stuff like that that irks me, and I'll get into that later. But honestly, the worst villain is the character who's not even treated like a villain and should be, and that's Lady Seto. Who do you think are the most underrated villains or the most underrated villain and why? One of the most underrated villains of the show, I have to give it to Yazuha. It's one of those villains that has an iconic voice to start as Barbara Goodson, and she's voiced many villains and even played in the role of the first Power Rangers series as Rita Repulsa. She was deviant. She wasn't exactly calm and collected, but she was a villain that 
proved to be a very potent adversary nonetheless. It was one of those cases where she's made a daughter with Tenchi to kill him. I mean, that's as sinister as it, as it's, as it can get. Other than that, the other, the only other underrated villains I would uh, point out are perhaps some manga villains. In particular, Yume was one of those villains that honestly could have made it into the animation, but a lot of people don't give credit to it. Where I mean, it's a well-known arc, and it's the longest arc whenever you go through it, but it doesn't get as much credit as it needs to. And it's something that I would have liked to have seen animated. It was a really well-built arc. It, did, it was a hell of a lot of world-building as well. But in terms of underrated villains, Yazuha and Yume are probably the top two that I think should have gotten a lot more than they did. And, and granted, Daughter of Darkness was... Had, they had to shorten a lot of things. I mean, it was a novel. You know, you look at the very end with Yuzuha and how she says, imagine the darkness falling in love with the light. That it's You feel sympathetic, but, you know, they kill her off, which, granted, that's what the Tenchi series needs, not another villain that joins the harem. Could have gotten a lot more than it did. Both villains, uh, Yume and Yuzuha. Honestly, I'm going to throw out one that not a lot of people would expect. I think Z in my opinion. And the reason I think Z is just because of the way he got treated in OVA three. He gets built up to be such a big, bad antagonist. I mean, he probably would have replaced Kagato as my number one, had he got treated better. You know, he's got five light Hawk wings. Tenchi's got three. He can use his to cancel out Tenchi's power. He can punch holes through the moon and he can, blow up half the earth, but turns into oh law JK, there's no fight. Tenchi blocks his uh attack and then he goes on that trip through time when he meets the girl Kagato and then when he comes back he's just dead. You know, all that potential fell flat on its face. And I just think that's a really that's just a shame that such an antagonist that got built up so big could just fall so flat. For me, this one, uh, this one is a bit of a doozy because the word underrated uh, carries a certain connotation, and it's not exactly the same as poorly rated. And I think there's two really good quote-unquote villains that fit both descriptions. Uh, I guess I'll start with the underrated in its traditional meaning first, which is not many people rate it, or if they do rate it, they rate it lower than they should. And for me, that's probably uh, that's probably Yugi from Tenshi in Tokyo. Uh, much the same way that uh, Crazed was talking about Z being let down more so by his portrayal than actual character faults with himself, Yugi sort of fit that fits that mold as well in, in Tenshi in Tokyo. She was she was a very calculating villain, sort of like Kagato, but she was more childish in it. Like she wasn't strictly evil. She was sort of hurt. She was a hurt a hurt child who was locked away trying to take revenge on those she thought was were responsible. And for a while she she was uh she was she had some pretty good character growth with Sasami and uh, especially in the very last episode of Tenshi in Tokyo I felt like her character really really finally made the leap from villain of the week style villain to an actual villain that we could care about and who could grow as a character. 
And so from that respect, I think she is the, the most underrated. But for me, this is taking me to the second term that I was talking about, the uh, poorly rated. For me, the most unfairly poorly rated villain in uh, the Tenshi franchise is probably Haruna from Tenshi Muyo and Love 2, the, the third movie. And I know some uh, eagle-eyed listeners will probably tell me in the comments section that, Chuck, weren't you one of the her biggest detractors back in the third movie podcast? And yes, yes, I was. And you can consider this a full retraction of those comments. I have come to really appreciate Harna a lot more than I did when I first uh, first saw her as a villain, and I think... She definitely gets the worst rap out of uh, out of the classic Tenshi villains, and it's undeserved in many parts because, like Yugi, she was a hurt character, and what she was doing wasn't so much out of evil as it was out of a misguided sense of justice and, and making right what is wrong. But unlike Yugi, she was an adult, and it really transferred over into the story in very subtle ways that even I didn't pick up uh, the first couple times. And so... For me, the most unfairly maligned villain is uh, Haruna, and the most technically underrated, I would say, is Yugi. I'm going to go much the same way as Shadow. I, you know, like I said earlier, I have uh, two favorite characters, or two favorite villains, attention, who kind of go back and forth. And one, you know, the top underrated one, I would say, would be Yazuha. Yazuha doesn't get as much face time as many other characters, uh, many of the other villains do. Uh, Yugi gets an entire 26 episode series, although not necessarily all of that time, and is kind of more well known. Up until recently, there were a lot of people in Tenchi fandom who didn't even know the movies existed, but Yazuha is, again, one of my favorite villains. She's the She's so much different than Kagato or Kane. She's not... She has a, a mean streak to her, but it's much more emotional. Um, it's much more, I'm getting back at you for, you know, you hurting me. I'm getting back at you because, you know, my heart was broken. And it also just so happened that she's a... You know, she is a almost an avatar of the tr of the Tree of Darkness. And pl plus her design. Like, every everything about Yuzuha was different. And of course, I fell in love with Yuzuha as soon as I heard her voice because I'm a huge, huge, huge Barbara Goodson fan, and it just every everything clicked for me with Yuzuha. But she doesn't get she doesn't get recognized as much, and I think that she's underrated because her power it, her power is very immense, and she made for a really interesting villain, not necessarily original in concept so much. I mean. One of Yosho's lovers coming back to bite Tenshi and the girls in the ass. I mean, that's <laughs> that's been done in almost every other series. But the other one, I would agree, is Yugi. I think that Yugi is one of the most underrated villains because she had a lot of potential. Tenshi in Tokyo, like we like, has been said throughout our Tenshi uh, Tokyo podcast. Tenshi in Tokyo and Yugi had so much potential, and unfortunately, they chose not to focus on her as much as Sakuya and they tr but and then later on in the end of the series they tried to connect them together and in a lot of ways like Yuzuha she was she was a child she was very emotional and the things that she were doing were much more vendetta-ish than they were Kagato looking at people as experiments like oh I wonder what will happen now or Kane who's just different dimensional being that can go back through time and is just dead set on 
powering his way through and destroying the lineage of Jirai. What would you like to see in a new Tenchi villain? What character type would you bring into Tenchi as a villain? Or what character in another anime would you like to kind of see transplanted into the villain role in a Tenchi series? First off, I'm going to say we need JoJo's Bizarre Adventures, Dio Brando. You said that Kagato is probably one of the best villains, and I fully agree with that. Dio is up there as well. Dio is, he's calm, he's collected, and he's just, he's monstrous in power. He's, and he's like so well done in that show. And we need, Tenchi would benefit from a villain like that, uh, as opposed to having what's happening with the OVAs, where a villain comes in and ends up either part of the harem or not getting absolutely, or getting absolutely nothing in terms of uh, building. Another particular villain I would like to see is something more along the lines of not necessarily an evil villain, but more antagonistic. I'd reference the manga or Tenshi Muyo in Love 2 in this case with Haruna. I would like to see something along those lines, or with the manga, the unnamed tree arc, with the warrior that looks like Tenshi. I would like to see that kind of conflict happening again, something along the more mature, slow-paced lines. And it, that's probably my love for the second movie talking, but it's it would be nice to see that for a change. So that again, anyway. Another villain I would like to see, and this is pulling from a friend, from a member of our group, Pi. I would like to see something happen with what's already set in stone with Tokimi. What he has done and what he's been writing is something I would like to have seen done, where it's not an over, like an extremely grand Megami goddess, but it's more or less a patron saint to a certain people that has a lot of energy. I would like to see something like that. It would bring the mortality back to Tenchi. It would bring back the worry if somebody's going to die, because with OVA 3, Tenchi's even told if he dies, he can be reconstructed all the way down to his memory. That that gets rid of you wanting to root and worry for the character. Tenchi is the underdog. And I, I would just like to see a villain bring in mortality back or bring in the more mature aspect again. Bring in something that they have to face on an emotional battle rather than a conflicted battle. Either one of those two things, or a villain like Dio Brando, would make Shadows a happy camper. Honestly, the biggest thing I'd like to see in a new Tenchi villain is them actually be a villain. I mean, we haven't had one of those in forever. You know, Dr. Clay, he didn't really do anything all that important. He uh, had a little battle of wits with Washu, but it wasn't, it was really one-sided. And all the OVA3 uh, antagonists, they all fell flat. And yeah, I'll agree with Shadow, Dio from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Because Dio is, he's a lot like Kagato. He's cool, calm, in control, one step ahead of you, truly menacing. Um, and what character type would I bring into Tenchi as a villain? Well, when I first saw this, when I was thinking of an answer for this question, this new content that we got here recently from the Winter Comicet uh, came to mind. And I said, what kind of new uh, antagonist do I want in a Tenchi series where it's going to have children in it of the main cast? You know, I'm worried that this OVA4 or whatever it be will be like Tenchi Muyo 
OVA4 daycare edition or something. I'm worried that it won't be, that it won't really have an antagonist. When I think back to GXP and to Rot Shank, he's not my favorite antagonist by any means, but, you know, he's really, I mean, the guy, he strangles little Fuku clones. I mean, how heartless do you have to be to go and do that? So when I think of him or somebody like him with kids around, that's kind of what I would hope would be in the new installment. Um, you know, somebody who would be cold-hearted and devious enough to go after Tenchi's kids and force Tenchi's hand to actually do something, you know, instead of him not really wanting to fight. So that's what I would like to see. On first blush, it's very easy to uh, to go with your knee-jerk reaction and say, yeah, we just need more Kagato. I mean, he was great back in 92, so why don't we bring him back? And I think a villain like Kagato could still work in Tenshi and would be very well received, but honestly, what Tenshi really needs now as a franchise is a villain who can totally upend the status quo, because where we are now is... The Tenchi household is unbeatable. Jirai has an iron grip on the universe. And what we need most now in the franchise is someone who can totally upend the, the status quo. Someone who can completely and utterly rout Jirai and who can actually bring fear and actual risk to uh, the members of the Tenchi household. And it... I would like to see that person, that villain, sort of stand in as sort of an anarchist role, someone who is not intentionally evil per se, but is just so fed up, sort of like many of us, with uh, the status quo in the universe that his or her only mission is to just see everything fall. And I think that really has the greatest potential of anything to breathe life back into not only the franchise, but the good tradition of Tenshi villains. And I craze actually beat me to the punch and when he's talking about Tarant Shank, and I agree, Tarant was not the greatest of villains, but someone in that mold, especially someone coming from the pirate standpoint of we're not going to take this order, Jirai, and we're, we're not going to bow to any force, something like that. Like, I would love to see something from, like, the pirate guilds or something from Ryoko's past as a space pirate come in and totally, totally rearrange the power system of the universe and actually be a force of fear and more so than just a mustache twirl or someone who you could possibly see their reason for. Um, and I think that would be, that would be something that I'd be very interested in. As for, like, already pre-existing archetypes, I can't really pick anything in particular, but that is because I'm very much an anime noob outside of Tenchi. Um, but yeah, I would I would like to see someone someone who can actually menace what is currently going on in the Tenchi universe. That would be something that I would I would like to see. I thought about this question a lot, and I will say right off the bat, I'm so glad I got you guys crazed in shadow to watch JoJo because I mean, it, it's you know Dio is he is the bad guy. He is crazy. I I would say I would love to see a character like Dio myself. I think that someone who's like Kagato, but Dio is different than Kagato in that he's not just, he is more physical prowess than he is mental. That's not to say he can't play mind games to, to the same effect as Kagato. I mean, there are things that he does and that he can make people do that 
are in themselves like I oh my god this guy he's he's unstoppable but I would like to see a villain in Tenchi who has a physical prowess that would would stop or trump Tenchi in ways that he hadn't thought before in in a way that's almost like a almost like a DBZ villain but I think a character that's kind of like that that can that can manipulate the things that haven't that even Tenchi can't stop. Tenchi in the OVA is now to the point where he's he's god modded. He's he is so powerful that no, almost nothing can stop him. And if somebody stops him, somebody else will be able to stop this person. Well, what if we had a character who could stop time? What if we had a character well who could stop time but still move around in time? What if we had a character who could do those things and would still have the prowess to do that. It would give it would give you the ability to be like, wow, I I hadn't thought of that, and it's really simple, but that's what we need. That can still you know put Tenchi in his place. Another thing that I would like to see, and, and has been referenced here, is a more serious villain. One of the things that has really just irked me, and I referenced this in my, from my first answer, from the first question, is the fact that all of the all of the people who are built up to be villains are either shrugged off or they're killed in the most goofy joke fashion that completely ruins the buildup. And I'll, I'll reference War on Geminar. And for those of you who haven't seen War on Geminar yet, spoiler alert. But in the end of War on Geminar, there's a big fight between Kenshi and Babylon and, and Gaia. And the ending is essentially the very, the very definition of a deus ex machina. Now, ordinarily... If it was written correctly, you could do a deus ex machina. But there's two reasons why that failed. It failed because, one, there was absolutely no buildup that you thought was going to happen, although it's predictable. But the other was because there was a character, a being, that trumped Kenshi. Kenshi, despite his stupid, stupidly overpowered Superman abilities in War on Geminar, actually had not only a menacing bad guy for the most part, but... A guy who's actually kind of sending fear, like, wow, this guy is actually going to trump Kenshi. How does Kenshi beat him? One, I, I don't even remember who it is, says, if you beat him, you'll get more crystals. And then he gets goofy and Lighthawk wings Gaia. I was speechless because it's like, really? That's it? Like, they're, that's that's how you're going to kill him? Not You're not going to do the traditional underdog He's he's got to fight and learn his power. He's just like Law J.K. I had the power the entire time and wins and wins in a in, wins in a fashion that is completely just parody. It's completely comical. It's just like you, you can't help but sigh because every single villain. I mean, Tokimi in OVA three Z. They all get either they become a part of the harem or their entire menacing look gets completely shrugged off and it completely destroys the buildup. And to me, that's a, that's an absolute no, no, you don't, you don't do that because then nobody takes the villain seriously because they're like, oh, well, it's probably, he's probably going to slip on a donut and die like stupid crap like that. That was one of the things that made, that's why we remember Kagato so fiercely is because Kagato put fear into the character's eyes. I mean, there was one point in OVA 1 where everybody thought Tenchi was dead. And that was a big deal. But the fear of death no longer exists in Tenchi, and the villain characters are no longer taken seriously. Now, on that note, you know, they referenced uh, Tarant Shank. 
I would like to see a character, like Chuck said, who shakes it up. Or something something they would have never seen coming. Like in the uh in the manga, there's the Mitsu, and the Mitsu eats Jiraiyan trees. That right there could cripple Jirai upside down. And and it wouldn't even need to be a character who would flash through ten dimensions. It could be something as simple as a as a little creature that eats Jiraiyan power or feeds off Jiraiyan power. And then all of a sudden, how do you beat that? Something that Craze brought up that I was thinking about as he was talking was I would like to see a character or a villain who would actually play mind games with everybody. And not in the way that Z did where he changed people's mail. We referenced the new uh, Tenchi Muyo Doji and Tenchi Muyo If, which has Tenchi's two daughters. And which we'll, of course, do a podcast on here in the near future as you're uh, listening to this. But I would like to see a character who would put their lives at risk, who would play mind games and would deliberately, deliberately play on the fact that, oh, you try and kill me, I'll kill them. You can be the most powerful being in existence, but I've still got the trump card. I've still got the ace. Ryoko and Aiga's kids, Lord knows how powerful they actually are. They go to normal school. I'd like to think that they have, you know, a little bit of normality to them. You know, I would like to see a character who could really do that and it not be played off and goofy and oh Ryoki needs carrots so some goofy comic relief moment happens like this guy would really really get under their skin and really push it could it would be fantastic it would be something I can't think of his name he's the main he's the main villain from uh, uh, monster the anime monster somebody like that somebody who gets in your head so that way you could be you could be Tenchi and the three goddesses combined, but the fact of the matter is, he's got you literally right by the balls, and there's nothing you can do. And to see, to bring these ultra characters down to that level, Johan, that's who it was, uh, to bring down all of these characters who are super powerful down to their knees, perfect, perfect, perfect villain that could still work in in a universe that's full of five supermen. Now we're going to open it up to general discussion. I wanted to be point out something really quick that I was originally going to put Garyu as one of the villains that we need, but what, as I think about it, as great of a villain as he is, it's repeating a cycle. And, you know, that's been done with Ryoko twice. It was done in Tenchi Universe with Aieka. And with Garyu, he did it with Aieka. Spoiler for those who didn't read that part of the manga. And now that everybody's brought it up, we need something to shake it up. And having a villain like that could either negate or redirect, perhaps even get into the minds of certain main characters could really serve as a way to make a fight make a fight worth watching in the OVA verse. In the Superman comics, Superman is very prone to mind control. You could see that happen in this kind of situation, should it have been should it be written that way but you bringing up the johan thing is having johan there is that's just excellent it, having somebody to break into their minds basically and bring them down that would be worth watching i want to go back to something real quick that uh, dagon mentioned earlier about uh, lady seto i agree with what you were saying dagon that if they had actually made her a villain i think she would have been better i think 
the what you were saying is correct. The the build up is all there. Like all the classic hallmarks of a villain are in her character. They just didn't do anything with it. In fact, they even treated her like part of the family. I mean, I I understand that's what that's what they were going for in OVA three, but I think if they really wanted to turn it on their head, like I was talking about earlier, treat her like a villain or show someone out there who recognizes her as the villain and then starts uh, starts a crusade or something to to bring her down. And I think that would be really good. That would be sort of like a, a dual villain uh, concept that I hadn't even thought of before. Having someone out there who's just chafing under the 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 boot of Seto as it's crushing the universe. And willing to willing to resort to villainous things to try and uh, remove her influence, and I think that would be really compelling on many levels because it would really force the Tenshi uh, crew to decide where their loyalties lie. And that's I think that's a pretty cool concept that could easily be looked at, but I don't unfortunately I don't, I don't see it happening in uh, in OVA. But it's certainly food for thought. Next installment, I don't want any. Uh... Like has been said, I don't want any villains gender bending and joining the harem. It's already been done once. I don't want to see it again. And I don't want to see any deceased villains or, you know, like Clay's had his memory change now. I don't know where he's at and I don't care. Leave him alone. Just don't bring him back. Don't bring anybody else back that doesn't need to be brought back. Yeah, I will, uh, I will echo that sentiment crazed. I think that. Right now, Tenshi needs something that is both fresh, but not a not something in the same vein as what has been kind of released in the OVA continuity so far in the form of novels or dojins or whatever. Uh, we don't need necessarily more villains. We need better villains. We need better quality. The pro, you know, it, it seems like there is. I mean, there's a whole universe out there of people and we're kind of stuck between dry earth a few pirate guilds on the offhand and the kuramitsu planet but i mean there's there's definitely i'm pretty sure there's more planets out there in the universe and there's definitely more possibilities for bad guys and i think that uh, exactly the universe is way too safe like i i find it hard to believe that in the entire universe, the most powerful characters are all in places we've already seen. That, that to me is a very Earth way of thinking. You know, it's a very, uh, and I, I brought this up when we were taught, when me and, uh, Shadow were talking, cause Shadow is writing a fan fiction, which by the way, if anyone is listening, I recommend you go to tenshiform.com and read his fan fiction. What he's making his own version of OVA for it is fantastic. But, what you know the the idea that there are ten dimensions, but there there's nothing in them. It seems very hollow, and I would like, I personally, in the same vein as a villain, I'd like somebody to come out and kind of pop out of another dimension, pop out of nowhere, just in the middle of the house, and say, "You might think you're powerful here, but you're not the only powerful being in existence." Something like that. Something as has been referenced by Chuck and Crazed and everyone, something that really shakes up the foundation. Because, you know, that, that the salad dressing that is Tenchi Muyo has been sitting far, far, far too long and needs shaked up to get a, get, a, get a bit of a kick back in it. 
I prefer my villains with balsamic vinegar myself. I'm more of a blue cheese Thousand Island dressing type of guy, but I've sort of held I've sort of held back uh, this cast because we've already talked about the manga in the manga cast. But if anyone has reached the end of the various Tenchi shows and is wanting more good villains, I highly recommend you check out uh, the two Tenchi Muyo manga series. And there are links; we have them on Tenchi Forum. Uh, stop by; they're they're a really good read. They won't take you too long, but there's scores of villains that are worth remembering. So if if you are after this cast, or after you're watching through Tenchi, suddenly craving more villains, um, definitely check out the manga. Thank you guys very much for jumping in today and being a part of Tenchi Cast 18. No need for villains. If you're a fan, subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, just about every social network you can think of. And if you're someone who is into translating, knows someone who can translate or speaks and reads Japanese himself, we would love to have you as a part of Tenchi Forum's Heaven and Earth Translations Group. We have a ton of interesting projects in the future that we would love to jump into and that has never been translated at all. Until next time, stay gold. (laughs) 